Are you aware of the Ozempic discussion? If not, stay tuned. But if you are, you might be interested in this as well. Hi, I'm Jeannie, the host of Maximum Desire. Have you lost your desire for intimacy and connection? It wasn't that long ago I lost my confidence and desire for intimacy and connection. After high medical bills and no answers, I went on a journey to find solutions. I've been married over 30 years and overcame my challenges through research and a lot of hard work. I created this podcast to help you ignite the desire and passion for intimacy, feel more confident in and out of the bedroom. Now, if this is you, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started. Now I'm not a doctor, as you know, and when I do my podcasts, I like to do a lot of research. I also like to share personal experiences, not so much my personal experiences, but other individuals' experiences. And I don't use any names. And before I go into more detail about Osempic, I just want to share something with you is I was out to a dinner party last weekend, and we were all sitting at this long table, and the host of the party was sitting right next to me. And there was a couple sitting across the table from us, and he was kind of difficult to get to know. He was really quiet. He was with his wife. His wife was adorable. And I kept trying to open up the conversation by asking open-ended questions and trying to get him to talk about what he does, because I was thinking that might be really easy because it's something he knows. And every time I asked him, he wouldn't answer me or he wouldn't open up the discussion. You know, I started guessing what he does and he still would not at all open up about what he does. And so it was getting to the point where it was really awkward. And then I said, you know, it's probably better you don't tell me what you do because I'm a podcaster and I would tell the whole world what you did. And the host next to me, she starts laughing and she goes, that's not true. When she tells stories, she never reveals the individuals. And I thought that was really cute because the host of the party even knows that I don't discuss people and their their names. I guess it's always safe, but they do know I have a podcast and so I will share their stories if they give me permission. But I tell you that because this episode is going to be about experiences that people have had and also some data that I found from some researchers. So I wanted to clarify that before I started. You're going to find a lot of information out there, but I'm going to do the best job I possibly can on what knowledge I have about this Osempic conversation. Now, you might be wondering, what is Osempic? I'm going to explain to you what it is. It's a brand name medication that contains the active ingredient semi-glutide, and it's a prescription medicine to treat type 2 diabetes. Uh, Osempic belongs to the class of drugs called Well, it's short for GLP-1. If you're in the medical field, you know what that is. And so what it does is it helps regulate the blood sugar levels by stimulating insulin release and then reducing the glycogon secretion, you know, slowing down gastric emptying and increasing the feeling of being full. And you only can get this, I believe, by prescription. I don't know that for for a fact, but I believe that's correct as of this recording. Okay, now with that said, and because it was formulated for type 2 diabetes, I believe it was first approved in 2017, again, for type 2 diabetes. Why I want to talk about this is because I have a lot of friends that are on this. And what happened was, over the last few months, I noticed I had several friends getting becoming slimmer and slimmer and slimmer, like they've lost 50 to 80 pounds. And I thought, holy Moses, what's going on? Now, one of these women that I know that's been losing all this weight, 
she's a doctor, so she obviously has the inside knowledge of what this medication does and has used it herself. And she's still using it. And she looks fantastic. Now, I'm not a hater when I'm talking about this, okay? She's an absolutely beautiful woman. She was beautiful before she even started taking this medication. This is not about being jealous and my girlfriends look better than I do. No, that's not it at all. I'm just proud of my friends. They look fantastic. But this Osempic discussion is absolutely fascinating because I have been researching this for quite a while. I'm going to give you my opinion at the end, but I want to share with you what I've read and what I've heard from doctors and researchers. Now, the first discussion I heard was from JJ Virgin. Now, she's a well-known doctor. She's been on several different TV shows. She helps people lose weight and stop weight gain by eliminating hidden food intolerances and lowering their sugar impact. And so she works with women, I believe, over 40 And she's a well-known author. I believe she's also a well-known nutritionist as well. Well, she was interviewed and they were all expecting her to say that semi-glutide Osempic wasn't good for anyone. She said before she started, she goes, I think you're going to be very surprised with my answer. And what she did was she broke it down and the positive and negative. So I'm just going to briefly go over these really quickly with you. She said that it does help give people a jump start. So if you're overweight, I mean, we're talking obese, it helps people get that jump start and they can feel successful. And the reason it does is because it gives you that sense of fullness so you don't have the tendency to eat a lot. And also, it takes the desire for alcohol away and also sugar. Well, who wouldn't want that, right? She said for people that have those issues, it's really good. Now, the negative part is, When doctors prescribe this medication, they're not giving them a plan. Most doctors, okay, if you're different and you're taking this stuff and you're getting defensive right now when you're listening to me, please don't. Just I'm just giving information for people that are not aware of this. And those of you that are aware, I'm going to give you some more details more towards the end. She was saying that doctors will prescribe this medication and not give them like an exercise plan. What is happening is people are losing weight and they're not learning how to eat properly, like foods that they really need for their body. They could still be eating junk food. And also they're not on a physical exercise weightlifting program. And I'm seeing that. And that's true. My trainer and I have been looking at that in the gym and we're seeing people losing weight very, very fast. And their skin is sagging. And they actually look like they're starving. That's the downside of it. But the positive side is if you are obese and you need that kickstart, this might be the medication for you. Now, I'm not a doctor, so you have to go talk to your doctor about this. I'm just giving you this information, and you have to do your own research. But I wanted you to be aware of this. Because the reason is because a lot of people are struggling with their weight and have no desire for intimacy. And sometimes it is that weight issue. They don't feel sexy. They don't feel great in the bedroom. So they're going to extreme measures. I want to share with you next the impact this is having on society. It is crazy. Now, I listened to this best-selling author. He's a professor, and he's also an entrepreneur, and his name is Scott Galloway. I believe he teaches at Harvard. I'm kind of nerdy when it comes to this because I like to listen to him because he breaks down the market, what's moving the capital markets, and he teaches about basic financial literacy. So I kind of like that. And then he'll, during the week, he'll talk about business, career, life. He does get into a lot about the economy and the way the market's moving 
and talks about those trends. Now, with that said, this guy does his research. He's brilliant. He's just, he is so fascinating to listen to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a clip from an interview. Now, Scott's being interviewed about the data regarding Osempic. You might want to fast forward if you don't like the number, if you're not a numbers person. But if you're a numbers person, this is really fascinating. So hang tight as I play this clip. It's going to be a couple minutes, maybe five minutes or so. We're back with Prof G Markets. A Barclays strategist report warned that weight loss drugs such as Ozempic could threaten the fast food industry and even proposed buying credit default swaps on big names, including McDonald's and Pepsi. The report added that these drugs could affect a number of other industries. For example, anecdotal evidence suggests Ozempic dampens our addictive relationship with alcohol and cigarettes, which could weaken demand at companies like Altria and Constellation Brands. Scott, this is a fascinating one. What do you make of this? So Goldman Sachs put out a report saying that they think AI technologies will increase GDP 1.2% a year because of increases in productivity. The Milken Institute estimates that obesity-related costs in the United States are $1.7 trillion a year. It's everything from diabetes to hip replacements to depression to the additional fuel it takes to, to fly a plane with obese people on it. Uh, that it's just... It's a $1.7 trillion drag on the economy each year. And if you think of the economy as being $25 trillion, you're talking about 6.8% in costs that could potentially be reduced 50, 70, 90%. So if you want to talk about something that's accretive to the economy, you know, everyone's talking about AI, but this drug, specifically the ability to take America's populace from 40% obesity rates, say down to 10 or 5 or who knows, maybe even zero or near zero. I think you're talking about something that has two to four times the impact on the economy as AI. Individuals on Ozempic lose on average 11% of their body weight over six months. The drugs also reduce the risk of heart attack, strokes, and cardiovascular deaths by 20%. There's even, I even saw some data saying that people on Ozempic reduce their drinking by 60%. The prescriptions are up fourfold from 2020 to 2022. 73% of Americans are overweight or obese. I think three in four people are overweight or obese. And it's not just obese people. I know people who aren't obese who are taking this thing because I can't lose that extra 20 or 30 pounds. Morgan Stanley predicts 24 million people, that's 7% of the U.S. population, could be taking GLP-1 drugs like Ozempic by 2035. And according to research, each patient will register on average a 24% reduction in total calorie intake per day. Collectively, that's a 22 billion calorie reduction intake per day, equivalent to over 36 million Big Macs that won't be eaten. If McDonald's sold 36 million fewer Big Macs per day, the company would register a revenue decline of $18 billion per quarter. I mean, you just got to think the fast food industry is going to get kicked in the nuts here. We referenced United Airlines could save $80 million a year if the average passenger weight falls by 10 pounds, according to a Jeffries analyst. Fuel and labor are the two largest expenses for carriers, with fuel accounting for about 25% of costs. Exercise health companies, they say they're going to start prescribing these drugs, and they pay... They pick up. We could see alcohol really take it on the chin. I think both the kind of double whammy of people moving to more exotic drugs and CBD and PepsiCo. Can you imagine what's going to happen to them? PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, 
all the guys handing you over to the diabetes industrial complex where you're going to spend ten or $15,000 a year on diabetes medication, and then you're going to go in for your first knee transplant, and then you're going to buy a scooter, and then you're going to... I mean, my God, it's just everywhere. Well, so just some statistics. So you mentioned 40% of America is obese. That number's up from 31% in 1999. And then if you look at the performance of some of the stocks that they're warning about, so let's look at Pepsi, General Mills, and McDonald's. In that same period, those stocks have increased 700%, 760%, and 1,200% respectively. And then you compare that to the S&P, which in that same period gained around 250%. So in McDonald's case, in the past two decades, it's outperformed the S&P by five times. I assume you think it's fair to say that the stock prices of those food companies are basically directly correlated with obesity rates in America. Well, that's not me. Look at the data. You just you just cited the data, right? As the as America gets fatter, these stocks boom. What happens when they what happens when America gets skinnier? That's basically my question, which is just from a purely investing perspective. These guys are suggesting, okay, maybe you should hospital complexes. There's going to be a lot of hospital networks that are going to really suffer here when people aren't coming in for their lap band surgery or their diabetes medication. What happens? I mean, there's so many knock-on effects. What happens to Moderna when COVID-19 isn't as big a killer because 82 to 88% of all mortality, there was a pre-existing condition, a comorbidity present, and almost all of the comorbidities were obesity-related. What happens when COVID and pandemic sweep through, but we have a skinny population that, quite frankly, doesn't die from this thing. It's more like the, you know, the flu. What happens when a society becomes healthier? I went on Ozempic, so I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Now, I'm excited because I feel good about myself, but I have a problem with sugar. I love sugar, and I thought if I went on this, I would avoid the chance of getting type 2 diabetes because I do love sugar and I was afraid this might happen. And sure, I could probably lose a couple pounds, like maybe 10, 15 pounds. The main reason I wanted to try it is because it would kill my desire for sugar. Well, it did more than that. It caused me to get really sick. The side effects for me personally were horrible. I was nauseated. I felt like I was going to vomit daily. The abdominal pain was horrible. I had a splitting headache. I was tired all the time. I was dizzy. I felt faint all the time. In fact, I went to work out and I thought I was going to pass out. And my trainer was just kind of looking at me. I didn't want to tell him. I didn't want to fess up that I was doing this. I tried it for two weeks. And, and my doctor said, oh, you'll be fine. You won't have any problems. I can't tell you how sick I was to the point that I thought, I just want to die. The side effects were so horrible. I could not wait to get it out of my system because I took shots which last a week. And I don't know what I was thinking. The first week was horrible. I thought, well, it'll improve the second week. <laughs> and then I did it again. And then it's like, oh, I kept getting sicker and sicker. And I just wanted to stay in bed because I really thought I was going to throw up. And what I've heard is some people are struggling with constipation and now they're turning to laxatives. Now there's a shortage of laxatives. <laughs> I mean, it's really crazy. And I'm not here to downplay it and laugh about it. I, I'm not. Because some people do really well on this medication. And some people really need it. But I wanted to bring this to your attention so you could decide. Because if you're taking this and you're sick, 
That's no way to live if you're miserable and you want to throw up. And something else to think about as well is if you're taking it and you're not exercising, be very, very careful because what's important to realize is that they don't know the long-term effects of using this medication. From what I understand is if you go off this medication, you could potentially put all the weight on that you lost. And again, they don't know long-term side effects of being on this medication. So I share this with you so that you're just careful and you're aware. The most important thing I want to leave with you tonight is that remember, you're a beautiful person. And in order to create that maximum desire, first start working within you. Do the inward work to become the best person you possibly can to really love who you are and accept who you are because that what matters you could lose all the weight you could lose 100 pounds and still not like yourself learn to like yourself and work out eat right and you have amazing sex with your partner i'll meet you back here you have a wonderful night bye now